You don't always have to have a glass of wine or a drink to unwind. A little tour support CBD is all you need. A lot of CBD companies out there, but I'm going with the one that supports metal, musicians, and this podcast. I need help for my lower back. I need help with my anxiety. I need a little CBD to soothe me every now and then. If that's you too, use the code SCANDALOUS at TourSupportCBD.com for 10% off your order. It'll help support the podcast. It's good. It's good for you. Do it. Code SCANDALOUS at TourSupportCBD.com. Scandalous, but she's also fabulous. Scandalous. 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 If you don't know, now you fucking know. Scandalous. Notorious. She's so scandalous. Now. Hey, Joe Bad from Fit for an Autopsy. What's up, Scandal? Scandalous. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's okay. A lot of people like um, Jose Mankin. He always says scandal. So I just I always abbreviate everything. I feel like everything deserves an abbreviation. If it's like cool, yeah, that's not true. That's not true at all. I'm just saying it. You're hey, we're saving your vocal cords. I've got a lot of questions for you. Okay. So yeah, abbreviation's good for me. So I love those pictures of your Harley on your Instagram. Are you out riding all the time? Most of the time when it's nice, when it's not raining like and super cold like it's been. I mean, I got cold gear, but yeah, it's been pretty shitty out. It's like super dark, super early. So when I get out of work, mm-hmm. well, I just love all the boys from up north. So I just love <laughs> going up north and just hanging with my metal friends. And I've always everyone who listens to the podcast, like I always talk about like, oh, my God, I love you all. I've always been so obsessed with New York and all of you guys. So. Oh, New I York's like great. it. I love this place. It's mm-hmm. awesome, but I'm getting the frick out of here. Can I curse? Oh, duh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so oh, I God. saw, because I stalk your Instagram, of course, I saw your Instagram <laughs> stories. You're getting some ink last night. Were you getting an Arizona tattoo on your lower back? No, no, no. No tramp stamps for me. Um, <laughs> I, I'm in the process of doing a session on my back right now. Uh, I've got like maybe three or four more, but I'm doing my entire back. Oh, are you, is it like a secret? You're like. No, no, it's, it's on my Instagram. I mean, it's on my body right now too, but it's like, all right. So Hanya mask in the middle Uh and then there's like a snake going around it and the horns on the Hanya mask are going through the snake. Snake goes kind of on the back of the neck, back of the head, (laughs) and then uh, goes all the way to the like top of my butt. The snake's, (laughs) the snake's tail's on my butt. Yeah. You boys in your metal tattoos with the snakes, like snakes terrify me. Yeah, they terrify me too, just like spiders. And I want one over my eye socket. You want a spider over your eye socket? I'm literally kidding. I don't want a face tattoo at all. Okay, I was like, we live in Post Malone days. (laughs) I don't know. Like, imagine a giant spider on someone's like eye socket, and you're just like, I don't even want to look at you. I mean, that actually kind of looks cool. But like, if I don't know, like to me, I'm like, actually, we just got over Halloween. That sounds kind of cool to me. But I was like, <laughs> super metal. I mean, yeah, it could be cool for the season, but you can't wipe it off. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's why I don't have any. I don't have any tattoos. Really? I was, no, I don't have any. Um, well, so, good for you. Well, honestly. Well, that's what. Um, so when I was like 17, 18, which I, you know, I shouldn't say underage, but um, I got, <laughs> <laughs> I became really good friends with um, Stained and their crew. Um, mm-hmm. like right when I got into music and 
I was going to get lyrics on my ribcage as my first tattoo, and then I was going to go from there. And mm-hmm. it was the song um, Cold Bleed, which I talk about all the time. Um, but it's uh, prisons of people, not for me. I must remain intentful. My love is music. I married Melody. And it goes on. And I told Aaron all about it. And I was like, yeah, and I'm going to get this right here, and I'm going to put that there. And he was like, no, just don't do it. He was like, just don't do it. He was like, you're too cute for that. I don't want you to get the tattoo. And he told me no. And there's nothing that I could get that would mean more to me than what he told me not to get. So therefore, I well, I, I respect the hell out of that. That's good. I mean, like, because at the end of the day, a lot of us have gotten tattooed. And like, it's not that we regret the 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 artwork or how it came out. It's mm-hmm. just sometimes we're like, I kind of just wish I had something different there. Like yeah. we go through phases. Like you can't change tattoos like you change jewelry. You yeah. Know? You got to really know what you want because it's going to be there forever. I mean, and it still means obviously so much to me. I still can recall the lyrics like that in two yeah, seconds. Yeah, that's awesome. But I have red lipstick on today and... Tomorrow I might want pink. Who knows? I have a Ron Burgundy <laughs> tattoo, so. Oh, there you go. So has that aged well, do you think, too? Is that like one of the he's, ones you're like, He's still Ooh. chilling. He looks great, actually. Oh, okay. He's awesome. Ron's, yeah. Ron's straight up chilling. Well, tell me about the move. Do you have a shop in Arizona picked out for work um, yet? Do you know no. anything? No, I don't have any shop um, kind of planned out yet. This is kind of just like a little, little head trip that I need. Okay. So I'm going to... Uh, be spending some more time with my family. I've been out in out in New York, like pretty much by myself for a very long time. Okay. So it would be nice to go, like, be with family for a bit and like kind of get a little change of pace. Like, I can use some like clear skies, mountains, and desert, and like mm-hmm. drive a couple hours and see some trees if I want to. There you know. You uh, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of tired of the fast pace, the buildings, the the traffic. The obviously it's all dumb, really dumb shit, but. At the end of the day, like you that's, get exhausted of some places when you live there too long. <laughs> that's not dumb at all. That's what we're all trying to. We're all trying to namaste our way out of twenty twenty and just it's be so hard. And, and it's very a lot of people are struggling right now, and it's it's not good. No no one's in a good headspace right now. Like we're yeah. all like we're all putting on a really good front in front of everyone, but like everyone's struggling. Everyone's dealing with some stuff. But very true. Literally. Everyone, everyone I know, myself included, we're all, we're mm-hmm. definitely all going through our things. Um, yeah, no, but we got we have we have things to keep our minds off of that, and yeah. we just got to know that they're there and remember to use them and not sit by yourself. Yeah, it's I've been doing really well, you know, like as to as well as to be expected. Mm-hmm. Um, missing music as much as I have because um, I've done really well so far, but I was listening to your podcast with the singer and the Browning before mm-hmm. um, yeah, to get ready it. for this and like kind of get your vibe. And God, it felt like I was sitting in a van hanging out and like hanging out with you guys in the van before you go on stage, drinking Jaeger, having a beer. <laughs> and that kind of made me sad. That was kind of like the yeah. saddest thing for me. I was like, oh, I miss hanging out with everyone. Like, oh, like it. the conversation really felt like. It was happening in a van and you guys were in the front and I was sitting in the back drinking a beer. Yeah. And that's like, oh man, if I could say one thing that's really hurting the most is it's really that like, you know, I don't, for a very long time, I didn't really think I had much of a purpose here. And then when I found that purpose through music, mm-hmm. um, you know, everything has been saved for me and everything's been really good. And that's been my therapy and it's been my, my only outlet. And to be at the mercy of what the world decides when I can go back to work is mm-hmm. like 
fucking ru- ruining <laughs> my brain and like i Rude, don't want it to yeah. and you know the first thing you got to do is recognize and like i recognize the situation doesn't mean i have to be fucking psyched on it mm-hmm. you know but i i can't let it this i have to use this time and build what i couldn't do because i spend so much time on the road yeah that makes a lot of sense and mm-hmm. i mean in the way that you're passionate and it hurts you like it just turns me into fan mode where i have to go thank you so much for everything that you do and I didn't have this like <laughs> I didn't have this planned out in my notes, but my God, I love your band. My God, <laughs> I love you as a vocalist. My God, Thank I you. love all the musicians. And I'm like metal is in my heart. I feel it so mm. much. Um, the feeling, you know, what you miss, I miss in the same way. It is unreal and kind of what you were saying. It's like immeasurable. Yeah, what we're it's missing. like no one like people can really think that they understand but like you're not some people just don't fully get it like mm-hmm. what what's happening to a lot of us like you know I'm, i've been reaching out to um a lot of dudes in bands i know that like either i haven't seen in a while or or heard from or talked to just to reach out to make sure everyone's okay and some people are fine some people are not doing okay and like i just want to i just want to make sure i keep up with all those people just so we can all be on the same page because we have to get through this together like there's no like we're all feeling the same way it's Mm -hmm. like a yeah it's it's like a weird group that just you you're not gonna understand until you're in that position and it's so fucked but we have each other to get it through and i think that we can all do it we just got to be patient yeah so from a fan's perspective, you know, like check on your friends, you know, from a fan's perspective, like what can we do? Like just buy merch. I got into interviewing to be able mm-hmm. to tell the artists thank you. Like yeah. I just wanted to See, be able well, to say awesome. thanks to. There's, the, there's, yeah. Yeah, there's many ways. I mean, like I honestly love watching when people do vocal cover stuff. Like I love watching that. So like, and I also think that's really cool when they start popping up a little more because I feel like people are starting to challenge themselves vocally uh, by doing a bunch of different covers. And usually when people are doing covers, that just means that they're challenging themselves to do something that's a little different, you know, and to like see what they can produce and bring to the table. You know, every time they make these videos, you watch a lot of these kids get better and better. And uh, I don't think a lot of them know that I watch all of them, but I literally watch all of them, whether it's my band or someone else's band. Like, I I love watching them. So, like, that's a good way for us to, like, know that you guys are there and, like, saying, like, thank you. Like, we still appreciate you and stuff. Obviously, buying merch and, like, uh, CDs or whatever you can to, like, help out. Um, We've lately kind of been doing a lot more for charity than really kind of ourselves. We're kind of – we did a merch drop, but then – we're, we're helping out a really good buddy's family uh, with a situation. So we just donated a bunch to them. Um, but like, that's the thing. Like we're, it's, we're not in it for the money. We're, we're in it because like there, we are, are all like a separate, separate breed of people that can all understand one thing that most people can't. And there's no greater bond, you know? Absolutely. Well, real quick, what is the charity that you guys are helping out with? In case anyone wants uh, to do well, it. Well, it wasn't like a, a charity event. It was uh, our friend Devin in uh, the Acacia Strain mm-hmm. had, a, had a family thing happen. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, 
uh, we donated a bunch of money for that. Cool. Not sure how much, but like anything helps. Like we did a GoFundMe, you know, and you know, I, we all see like uh, everyone's GoFundMe. Everyone has GoFundMe. There's, there's like so many things happening right now. And like, we want to help everybody. We want to, it's like, ugh. but like, you can only do what you can, you know, yeah. and don't feel bad if you can't do it all, you know. Yeah, well, Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're coming through for, you know, your friend in the scene. So that's pretty badass. And especially, of course, like... of course. I mean, we, we always like it's it's an unbreakable bond. Like I said, us musicians, we really kind of like stick together. It's it's crazy. Well, I love it. I miss I miss my thy art guys. Honestly, they were like. They're like our best friends in the whole like thing, just because we're always together or always at the studio together. That's always funny. It's always good. I just miss that. I miss that camaraderie. I don't have that, you know. I don't. Ha I have that at my barbershop, but you know, all this stuff just builds anxiety, and I don't even want to be around people. So I'll just sit in my room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, yes, we are your family. We understand we're your yes. music metal family. Yes, yes, and yeah. I love it. Well, and fit for an <laughs> that's what keeps me going. You know, that's mm -hmm. like it's it's you guys that like feed the fuel for me to like remember like. Yo, it's going to be over soon and we're going to fucking rip soon. Like, yes. it's going to be awesome, you know? And <laughs> yeah, you guys are there still out there supporting. We know we know we haven't lost the support. Yeah. We know it's there. We know you, we we see it. We're just we're doing the best we can right now. And, you know, we're we're writing, you know, we're working on some stuff. So it should be very, very exciting. <laughs> nice. There you go. Well, um, that reminded me. Um, so. I've been in pits for years and mm -hmm. I can hold my own, but I can barely hold my own in a fit for an autopsy pit. And the last, really? yeah, I don't know what it is about y'all. It's, it's, it's something, like a, you know what it is? You know what I found out that it is? It's what? a giant mix. Cause like fit for an autopsy in the beginning, before I was in the band, all the hardcore dudes loved it. And they got down with fit for an autopsy and they would always go out to the shows and they'd beat down and go fucking nuts. But because we have progressed so much, we've become a lot more in the metal, metal, like true metal scene. Mm -hmm. Like we've got a lot of like the metal heads that like sit up in the front row with the horns up. And I fucking love that. But then we get that clash sometimes where the hardcore kids want to beat up on the, uh, on those kids. And it's like, all right, well, <laughs> we're all here for the same reason why the fuck you got to fight. Like, this is so stupid. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now. But like, it is crazy. It, it, it is, it is nuts. Like I do see. For like a lot older songs, you'll see some of the older guys jump out there. Like I know, and I love it. And you can notice it in every show. And I do. I notice everything everyone does. Like I'm paying attention. I might not look like it, but I'm hundred percent paying attention to everyone in front of me. I overanalyze everything. So, well, I love that because that's so true, and I didn't realize that. And you're like, you're right. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And. So I've been in, like, my claim to fame, like, I talk shit, and I'll be like, I've been up front and center at a Sepultura show. Like, I've been in the craziest pits ever, and I have a look, and I also, like, exude a bubble where I'm like, don't fucking touch me. Get the fuck away yes. from me. Mm. And, like, I'll just look around, and I'm like, don't you fucking come near me. nuh -uh, motherfucker. Like, uh, -uh. Yeah. I'm like that all the time right now. <laughs> <laughs> I literally yeah. am. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to talk to you. If you don't want, if you, if we don't have any business talking at all, like, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't, I don't want what you're buying or what you're selling. 
Oh come on! I'm so social. I like. No, I love... you're fine. You're yeah. fine. Listen, I agreed to this. I'm here. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> I did. Oh, but last before we move on. Um, yeah. So, but the first like little scratch or anything ever, and I've only had one. It came from the last fit for an autopsy show I went to. I got a cut on my arm, and it's a scar to this day. I have on my left forearm, and that is um, the only thing I've ever gotten from a show ever. What happened? Do you remember what happened? You remember how it happened? Oh, it was. Uh, or you just remember coming out like, oh, there's blood. No, it was a crowd surfer. So oh. I do the whole, um, you know, put my arms up. I don't really help people. I'm like I said, I'm like, nah, I'm a motherfucker. Like, get the fuck there's away so from many me. other people to help out. That's it's okay. Yeah, but don't let them die. Yeah, yeah. So I just duck and cover. <laughs> I don't care if I look like Urkel in the front row. I put my yeah. arms over my head duck mm-hmm. down while they're going over me and then like yeah. someone just like caught my arm and it like was bleeding uh, one of the combat boots got you yeah exactly yeah. or hey i wear heels to show sometimes maybe it was a high heel who knows yeah i wear <laughs> heels sometimes no oh i bet all the things well <laughs> um so yeah so that's the only time i've ever been touched in a show ha 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 uh-huh. it was you it was you you did it your fault me? um it was you. It was Not you. my fault. Yeah. I can't be in control of someone else's combat boots. I know. Wait, sorry. That's <laughs> dangerous. Like, let's think back to <laughs> Lamb of God. No, it was not your fault. That was my fault. No, no. <laughs> I take it back immediately. Um, <laughs> exactly. You're going to get me going what? to jail in Europe or something, get stuck there, and I'm going to write a book. Yeah, I, I was about to say it, but, but the book deal. Think of the book deal. The book's amazing, though. Mm-hmm. It's so raw. That's very good. Well, I'll never forget where I was. I was in my friend Ben's apartment in New York, and we were getting ready to go out. And he was like, hey, check this shit out. And I heard Hydra for the first time, and I was like, yes. (laughs) So I fucking, I mean, kind of got into it earlier. I fucking love your band. I cannot thank you you enough for how much I love the metal. Um, And we're going to get into the band stuff, but I want to know about you. I want to know who you are, why you're that person, all the things. I'm an empath. I've always gotten really cool vibes about you. But Mm. maybe it's that whole New York thing. I just don't, I don't know at all. It could be just the New York thing. (laughs) I was born in California. Oh, were you? Yeah, but I grew up out here. So, like, I have the attitude, but. Oh, well, I love it even more. Like, I, (laughs) I love L.A. and I love New York. So, that's why I like you. But nice. <laughs> um, what kind of kid were you growing up? I think that's always so telling about like oh, who you become. <clears throat> all right. So we're going to go hardcore, honest truth. Don't care. Judge me all you want. Mm-hmm. I wanted to start a boy band. I got a couple of the neighbor kids. We started getting together. We were covering Backstreet Boy songs. Uh, and you it was still sick. are. I loved singing. I loved doing pop music. I loved like all that and it was fucking great and i like I grew up doing that i would record videos in my room me and my friends doing that then my parents like were watching them in the living room one day with everybody and i like came out and i was so embarrassed <laughs> i was like uh, uh <laughs> why are you watching this <laughs> oh why are you God. watching this in front of everybody right now okay um so yeah i started doing that and i was like skateboarding i was outside playing football i grew up playing football and baseball it was like huge into sports growing up um probably right around seventh grade i met one of my very best friends and uh i started getting into like more like uh alternative like rock and like post 
hardcore not like post hardcore like nothing heavy like like taking back sunday and brand new and say anything the sleeping like all these bands and like i started getting into that stuff and then uh we were like in the garage one day and i think we were doing like a taking back sunday song and there was like a screaming part at the end and i just like did it and everyone just like looked and they're like that like kind of sounded really sick and i was like it did like whoa (laughs) that's cool like i didn't know i could fucking do that that's fucking sick so i was you know we'd play that song a bunch because i got to scream it and it was fun and um then i started like uh i met someone that showed me a band called e-town concrete and it was a mixture of like he had like hip-hop vibes with like hardcore so i was just like oh okay because i was like into hip-hop too at the time um and then it started moving on to like Poison the Well, Mudvayne, Slipknot, all these other bands. Uh, and then I just like got into a band at like six, 15 years old. Like this, I did like a talent show and I screamed at the talent show because I didn't care. <laughs> wow. And uh, this band that was in high school, I was in <laughs> junior high school at the time, but this band that was in high school hit me up and was like, hey, uh, want to sing for us? I was like, sure. So um yeah i guess i went from being like this uh this like boy band jock kid to like transitioning into like the stoner who just like plays metal and hangs out with his friends (laughs) (laughs) i like the transition super funny is so is that the first video i ever posted of you on my social media was your mom and your sister and it was christmas time and you did a Backstreet Boy song, and you started singing it, oh, and yeah. then you started screaming it. And I think that's the first one I ever shared on my Instagram. Uh. <laughs> was that the time they were, like, watching the video, or is that, like, a way before no, that? No, 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 no. I was still a kid when they were doing it, so, like, uh. it was fresh. Like, the video was just made, like, a couple days ago. <laughs> and, like, oh, my God, it was so bad. It was so bad. The dance moves. The, <laughs> like, come on. It, Dude, was, it was so good back uh, then. I mean, the I was best a cute thing kid. ever. I was a cute kid. Yeah. I'm a good kid. Wait, NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? I was a Backstreet Boys guy. The only guy I liked it in sync was Jay Timberlake. Oh, really? Oh, I was a JC girl. I always, I always JT liked JT just, his face pissed me off. Just like looking at it, I was just like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> I can still remember and play it in my mind, the silk shirts and the bed and like Justin Timberlake, like going, uh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with his hips like singing with that hair like i still yeah, yeah. have that in my mind he had that curly hair <laughs> but, yeah yeah the ramen hair the curly hair yeah yeah well that's funny i love that yeah that's great <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we like a lot of the same music um uh, you just did uh-huh. a video if it makes you happy you scream to that i love, love that song love all of the videos that you post those Thank make you. me happy um and i Saw your most recent barber video where you did oh, God. lap dance barber situation. <laughs> Is that what you would call that? Listen, I, I'm, I'm very precise about my job. <laughs> and, you know, there's no better way to get close to someone's beard other than just full on straddling them. It's just <laughs> two men with a mutual agreement that this has to be done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you're so funny. See, this is like. <laughs> Again, this is what I miss about, like, shows not being here anymore. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. I know, because, like, I feel like we're at a bar drinking, having shots, and, like, 
laughing our asses off. So, <laughs> ah, miss it so much. Um, I saw a cute picture of you um, doing Chris and Hatebreed on tour too. Did you straddle him as well? Was there also um, like a laugh no, dance barber situation? I didn't, but I did think about it a lot. <laughs> A lot. Oh, good. <laughs> That's funny. So is Joe Bad a hometown nickname, or did you pick that up, like, when you were older? No, no, that's been my childhood nickname. Like, everyone just called me Joe Bad growing up, so it's just... Aw, It's just, cute. I grew up with it. Like, I guess my, my dad told me my grandfather was called that, and, like, I guess it was just because a lot of people didn't want to try to pronounce the last name, which... There's like, ah, just Joe Bad. Or like in the military, I guess they had like the first three letters of each and it was always Joe Bad. Oh, well, that's um, cute. But yeah, I don't that's know. Precious, it just stuck right? with me ever since I was a kid. Like my, like, yeah, every, everything. It was all, all, everything was just Joe Bad. There was no Joe or, it was only Joseph Michael from my mother. And that was when I was being a bad boy. <laughs> I can hear it. Joseph Michael. Oh, that'd Joseph be Michael. It was up and then down. <laughs> Well, yeah. that's funny. If I can remember that next time I see you, I'll like go up <laughs> behind you and be like, Joseph Michael. Oh my God. It would be my mother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I, I do great Jersey like voice. So like I could put the right, I could put the right spin on it to make it go up and down and be serious. And like, you're in trouble. Like you did something. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's, there's so many different voices. There's so many long Island accents that are great too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go to the store. I'm going to get some coffee. Mm. Okay. <laughs> we, uh, my best friend in really? high school, we did Tina and Betty. Oh, so okay. she was Tina. I was Betty because Black Betty, duh. So mm-hmm. she'd be like, Tina, where are you at? And I'm like, hey, I'm over at little Susie's house. Give me a minute. She said she lost 10 pounds, but I swear to God, she has a box of Oreos underneath the bed. I swear to God. I know she does. Where is it? Like, and we would just do... Um, just you know, like hours of that. Um, yes, of or, course. You know, yeah. amazing. Best friend, <laughs> best friend stuff in high school. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I miss it. Well, scandalous is scandalous comes from like my beginning and music too. So I love mm. that yours is like from way back when, and you still have it, and mine is yeah. from way back when, and I still have it. So that's cool. I like that yeah. a lot. I like it. Yeah. I don't, I'm not not mad about it. Yeah, not mad about it. So what was it like being on stage for the first time? What is it like now for you? Uh, like for the first time ever in my life compared to like the biggest show of my life? Yes, that exactly. Right. <laughs> yes. Unsure, I'm like, yes. Yes. Right. My questions for me. I like it very much. <laughs> um, okay. So very first show I ever did, like actual performance on stage with a band it was the most exhilarating thing in the world because the show was completely packed out and it was all of our friends and we, it it was just a great fucking time. Like we had so much fun, like our little group that we had, our scene that we had, it was like so much fun, but you know, got messed up and everything just breaks off. But like, it was so strong at one point and like, man, the first, the first couple years of doing it was like the reason why I wanted to do it for the rest of my life. I was like, this is too fucking awesome to not want to do for the rest of my life. And uh, I always stuck with it. Like I didn't care about losing jobs, girlfriends, uh, like housing or a car or money. I don't, I didn't give a shit about anything. I just wanted to be a performer. I just wanted to perform. Um, And I guess like now when I play on, 
like those big festival stages in front of like 20,000 plus. It's just like, holy shit. Like, this is it. This is, I'm doing, I'm doing it right now. Like I'm doing what I wanted to do my whole life. And this is crazy. And I just like live in the moment. I just like forget that it's all happening right now. Cause then I just, I get too anxious and I psych myself out. I'll lose my breath. I'll sound like shit. Um, but I just, it's just, it's so much of a different feeling now. Uh, I'm, I don't think I was ever really nervous playing with heavier bands. When it came to me just singing on stage, that was the only time I got super nervous because then you could just hear my voice. It wasn't me just sounding cool, brutal, <laughs> angry. Cool, brutal, angry. Okay. Yeah. Well, I yeah, heard... Everyone's always so confused when they like meet me or if they've known me and then they're just like, wow, this is what you do? Like you, you don't sound like this guy at all. Like you don't even sound like you listen to this kind of music. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the the more hardcore and metal I learned early, the mm. like more hardcore the guy or the more hardcore the band, the sweeter the guys are. So yeah. it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Um, there's a lot about like what you said and your scene, though, that really reminds me. Like, it's about that scene when you were growing up. Like, my scene, it was... Um, so first band I was ever really good friends with, they nicknamed me Scandalous because it was a joke because everyone thought I was and I wasn't. So yeah. they called me Scandalous <laughs> as a joke because yeah. like I was always backstage and I was always hanging out with people. But like I was just best friends with like tour managers and like friends and wives yeah. and girlfriends and stuff like that. So I was always back there and people never knew why. So that's why they called me Scandalous. Yeah. But it was the first band that ever called me. Scandalous was the first band I ever truly loved out of Dallas and was Faction. I became best friends with Hender, like, right when they got big. So mm. when they got big, I that's how I met, like, Papa Roach and Buck Cherry and, like, Bad Boys Rock Tour and then Stain. That's how I met all these people. Mm -hmm. um, but it was, like, the glory days back then. It, yeah. Oh, and yeah. It was, like, coming of age for me in a weird way. It kind of reminded me of that when you talked about, you know, the scene's always the best and then it breaks up. So I loved it so much and it was such a big part of my life and it was, you know, my dreams were coming true and everything, nothing made sense until I got into music and like got into the scene and then everything in my life made sense of like every reason why I am the way I am, um, you know, where I wasn't celebrated in everyday life or normal life, I was celebrated in music, everything that made me weird or strange you know, just in everyday life, I was celebrated yeah. for in music. And then yeah. it was high school. So I was graduating high school and then everyone was breaking up. So like the <laughs> singer. So it was so crazy because like I was graduating high school and my favorite band of all time, they were breaking up. And then like oh. another band that I loved in the scene, they were breaking up. Like both singers were leaving the band. So it was like a total coming of age. Yeah. Crazy. That's the worst. That yeah. The worst. It's heartbreaking, right? It is. It is. I feel like you just stripped away. Yeah, it's like it's very. The life has been stripped away from you. It's like yeah. I was looking forward to the future of us. <laughs> <laughs> How could you do this to me? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! But it's fun. Like, um, I still sing those songs to myself every now and then. I find them and like, oh yeah, it's still good. Yeah. I love it. Oh, that nostalgia will never leave. No, and now I'm talking to you, so it's just grown into something else. Now I get to talk <laughs> to all these amazing artists, so it turned out okay. Yeah, no, fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's awesome. That's yeah. so awesome. It really Isn't it great? <laughs> it's such a good feeling, but like it also, you know what it makes you do when you're like sitting there one day, you're just like appreciating the grind. 
And yeah. like, like you grinded and you, you did what you had to do to like get to where you are now. And that's fucking awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Look at you. you got a great setup too. I don't know if people are going to be able to watch the video of this, but like you got a great setup going on. It looks good. Thank you. So I don't know. I haven't done video yet, but, um, I haven't done it yet and I'm not super confident in the way that like, um, of like recording and doing video at the same time. So I haven't yeah. done it honestly yet out of just pure nervousness of it. Break that nervousness right now. I you know, I mean? right? You like, got to do it. So listen, listen, it's, okay. it's great because the moment you become more comfortable in front of the camera, yeah. that's when the confidence even boosts even more. You're just like, because it's just the camera. It's you yeah. looking into the mirror, talking to it, you know, yeah. forget about the people. You got to be scandalous. I Show know. them. Let the people know. <laughs> well, and I'm not afraid to be like on camera. I'm on camera all the time, but I don't know. It's just a, I'm very bold and I'm very successful in the ways that come easy to me, but the things I want mm. most in life and I'm definitely have to progress, you know, progress like more onto YouTube and the streaming mm. and I'll probably do Twitch. Like I know Heidi and Butcher Baby, she does Twitch. I don't know if she games, but I yeah. know she does Twitch. So I don't know if she just goes on there and talks. So there's a progression I have to do, but Thank you for talking to me about that because, of course, you know, the things I want most in life scare the fuck out of me. And the things, you know, but that are, are like the best hard things to... when you face I them know. head on, the things that petrify you the most I end know. up being the most rewarding thing. I know. It's I know. so good. You got mm -hmm. this. Well, yeah. And all the like the self-doubt, like launching Scandalous, like my brand, just like off my yeah. nickname. I can't tell you how long I waited to do it just like out of being scared. Yeah, <laughs> that's, but now look, now look, everything's starting I to know, pop off. Right? It's good. Yeah, so we're, that. we're that popping your, off right now. <laughs> like Bobby Boucher said, use that as your tackling fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Bold in the ways that are good and the things I want most in life kind of scare me, but that's everybody. A hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at the reward of like how far you've come and the platform you have now. And yeah. Joe Bad is trademarked. You're a successful barber. I like your Harley. I mean, Thank life's you. good. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy, but sometimes, like, man, it's so weird. Like, I don't know, because like, I I never looked at myself as like this person. I I guess I I don't look at myself the way that you guys look at me. I look at myself so differently, and like that's why I get so surprised when people are like super interested in like what I have to say. Cause I'm like, I'm just like this normal dude that just like cuts hair. And like, I just write music. Like, I don't know. I, I don't feel like there's anything crazy special about me. So when I see people get like super excited for like just the chance to talk, I I'm just like I'm dumbfounded and I'm like, this is so crazy, but it's so surreal. And like, it makes me think like, you know, I love what I fucking do, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love what I do. I, I love that we can have this kind of connection, you know, yeah. and it's, it's really cool. I love, hate calling fans because fans seem so fucking shitty. So everyone's, everyone's literally my friend. I tell everyone anytime I get off stage, like come to the merch and give me the sweatiest fucking hug. I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I'm sitting here listening to you talk and it really is you. Um, mm -hmm. There are people that um, are hard to connect with. And you're a very open, happy person. And I'm super empath and I get vibes. You're a really good guy. 
and you, you put off really good vibes and like you always seemed and this is kind of why I wanted to interview you you always seemed like a really cool like great guy you know like put off like you know great vibes everything but you know I didn't totally know about you but mm -hmm. like you really are very sweet, very talented, very inspiring, great to talk to. Um, so, yeah, of course, they're happy to Thank talk to you. Thank so you so much. <laughs> of I course, really they're happy them. to talk that to you. They made me actually smile today, so thanks. <laughs> oh, well, when you were smiling, um, or sorry, when you were talking about, you know, fans like wanting to talk to you, I was sitting here smiling because <laughs> it's like, yeah, because you are. You know, like, yeah, thank you so, so much. So, I really appreciate that. Well, yeah, well, smiles all around then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, every now and then I like to ask the almost famous question, you know, and I don't do it every single time, but I want to break it out for you. So at the okay. end of the movie, he leans in and he's like, okay, finally I'm getting the interview. What do you really like about music? What do you really love about it? Fill in the blank. Hmm. So wait, so the question is, what do I really love about music? Yep. The fact that it's a form of expression and that it's literally a story from well, not everybody. I listen to like when I listen to music, uh a lot of the music I listen to is usually has some sort of pain in it. And to be able to feel emotion through music allows me to know that like I am not the only one that has this much emotion about something or I don't feel this strongly about something to a point where I wrote a whole song about it and like the way things are put into it. It's just like, it's always been my therapy. It's always been my stories that like I can, it's like when people read books, they say that they can create their own image in their head of like how the story is going, you know, mm -hmm. but when I listen to music, it's the same way for me, but it's like, I'm listening to the story, but I'm trying to put myself in here. I'm trying to relate to this. And then I feel like that's what we all did when we were younger because we started relating. We heard like a couple one cool one-liners that we were just like, wow, that applies to me right now. I kind of want to listen to the lyrics of this band. Like, Can I say one real quick? Yeah. Like, um, it's so true. So Stained, one of the reasons why they were my favorites. Mm -hmm. um, and kind of just to relate back to what you were saying, I remember... Um, I blew off my history final in college, so through the whole semester, so I could drive to Louisiana to go hang out with Stained. I mean, worth it, right? And 100%. <laughs> a thousand percent. So I get there, and best fucking time all day long. And then there were, like, a bunch of girls there, and they went to go party with Three Days Grace. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm here to watch Stained. And... Uh -huh. um, it was, I was hanging out with Hendra's tour managers, a very good friend of mine to this day. We still talk. And um, So Far Away came on, and it said, um, now that we're here, So Far Away, mm -hmm. um, all the, is it all the pain or all the worry we thought was in vain? I'm not, a, I'm not afraid, and I'm not ashamed to be the person that I am today. Mm -hmm. And what's the other one I just had? I went into another one, but... Oh, um, yeah. Oh, when people think your words are true, it doesn't matter what you do. I sold my soul to get here. How about you? And that I thought was like the most honest um, lyric about, you know, sing to get out of this place, what you give up to be in the music industry, you give up everything for it and mm -hmm. what the music means for you. And um, even as a fan, just... It's like this dedication you have in your heart for this music and this scene 
and what it's done for you, it's like, you know, it's like a lifelong commitment of love. Um, so yeah, that song's so far away, you know, those lyrics exactly. to me, I can just mm-hmm. recall off the top of my head. So yes to what you said. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there any lyrics of yours, um, either fit for an autopsy, you know, before you got in the band or now that, that like you're in me? the band that really hit you that are your favorite? I mean, so bury me in the back of the forest, down in the mud, I'll find my peace. Like, there's really like dark times where I was like, I wish I was just dead in a fucking, in a like tree filled area underneath mm-hmm. mud, just with fucking worms crawling through me for days and no one would find out, mm-hmm. you know, and you get in those modes, you know, yeah. we're young. Yeah. We get pissed off. We get confused. We get angry. We don't understand. You know, you start to get older when you're just like, when you see something crazy happen, you're like. I get it. Yep. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm old. If I get that now, I'm old. Fuck. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I um. The older I ex- you get, the less angry you become. Well. Uh, not um, all the time. Well. <laughs> you know what I think it is, though? Honestly, it's a lack of communication, and it's what the social media keeps trying to tell you is okay for your relationship. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's, it's fucked. Like, Sometimes you just need to take a break from social media. Don't have it be the first thing you open up when you open up your phone. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like sometimes we need to break those little habits because like you start looking around at all the things you don't have. And like you're look, you're opening the app that shows you everything you don't have every time. Yeah. Like let's open this app to see what else I don't have. And then you could just be opening up pictures and just looking at things that you do have and like being happy with that. Like open up your photos and just go through your photos and like look through that. Like reminisce if you're feeling like some type of way. Don't like, like social media is great, like for your businesses and stuff like that. But sometimes it can be a little overwhelming, you yeah. know, well, especially it, with a lot of like the back and forth memes of like people giving all this advice. And it's like, motherfucker, that only works for some people. So people out here living their lives by a meme. It's like, oh, this is my thing. now. <laughs> Like, oh, is it? Exactly. <laughs> nice. This is mine. This is for me. Well, that's very good advice. I mean, especially with all the politics and everything like that. But yeah, communication is definitely key. Like, um, yeah. the person politics I was interacting story. with was bipolar. So communication mm-hmm. wasn't really like if you communicated, it's, it like would throw them off the deep Sometimes end. you got to learn someone. Sometimes yeah. it's not worth it. Sometimes it is. Hey, and, hey, I'm out here living my life now, having a grand old time. Mm-hmm. It's crazy the difference a month can make. <laughs> yeah. The like the difference of like my life now from like where it was a month ago. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, I want to say since February. Oh, really? For you? Mm-hmm. That's uh, like when we ca- came home from tour. Mm-hmm. It just, got, it just we, we had to come home. Like thy art had to go home. They just flew here from Australia with all their equipment. Uh, Aversion's Crown from Australia also flew there with all their equipment. Uh, what was it? Um, uh, Un Misre from, I believe, Iceland. They flew out and we played one show and we all had to go home. <laughs> so, wow. Oh my they, God. They lo- all those bands lost so much <laughs> money. You're not getting that back at oh. all. How? You playing a show? Nope. Where was <laughs> it? The first show? Yeah, like where, where first was and it? last show? It was in uh Philly at the TLA. 
Oh, well, you were close to home, but God, for everyone else. Yeah, we were close to home, which wasn't bad. Like, some of our friends were on tour, and the quarantine hit, and they were stuck in Europe. They're like, we're coming home next week. I'm like, what? Wow. Like, well, yeah, we can't play shows, but they have us, like, racked up in this hotel for a week. I was like, okay. (laughs) I was trying to date someone at the beginning of quarantine, so Mm -hmm. we decided to visit. He was in music, and, like, we decided, like, okay, yeah, I want to come visit like in March, like two weeks mm. before it was like kind of like, oh, I don't know if we'll be able to, whatever. And then that happened. We're like, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just bad. Yeah. So yep. I tried to date someone and then I was like, we literally are not allowed to visit. So uh, yeah, it's so hard. It, yeah. it just makes it like, all right, well, sick. Great. You know, <laughs> quarantine, quarantine broke a lot of people. It really did. Well, it, it, it yeah, and it it changed a lot of people, but like remember this this isn't this isn't who you are, you know. If you feel like you've changed a bit, you have hundred percent, but it's not doesn't define who you are. The entire world is dealing with this right now. Well, so. but also like the person I was talking about that I was saying, he had been in his band since he was like seventeen, eighteen. Mm. So talking to him on days, you know, talking about like, oh, my God, this has really fucked people up. He's doing good now. He's in real estate classes. But holy shit, like I felt so bad for him because he's like, I've I've been in this band since I was 17. This is all I know. And like he's done other stuff here Mm -hmm. and there. But like he was going to be on tour all of 2020. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't even going to see him at all. All of 2020. And I was booked all of 2020 and Mm -hmm. 2021. And now we're pushed back. All the way. I've never been booked two years, two full years booked. Never in my life. God, take it away. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Okay, well, let's let's pick it back up again. I'm still sad, but can we pick it back up again? I don't know. Mm -hmm. What's the best compliment a fan's ever given you? Oh, shit. Best compliment a fan's ever given me. I like your ass. I that thought it was going to be all like, you've saved my life. I just want you to know, especially with your band, like um, <laughs> people out on the dance floor. So like, yes, I love metal. Yes, I love to like, get the fuck down. But metal's about pain. So like, especially mm-hmm. for y'all, I feel like everyone's just fucking crying all over you all the fucking time. I mean, I would be, I'm sure. So I'll give you, I'll give you two scenarios. One that's funny, but one that's serious. Okay. First one's going to be serious. Um, okay. So remember when we came out with Black Mammoth? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah! I fucking the, love that the song. pipeline. Yeah. Fuck so yeah. a fan, Native American fan, came up. His family's from there and is dealing with it every day. He came up to me before he can even talk to me. He was in tears. I just held him for like five minutes, just because that's the hardest. The I I I don't even know what I can do to do anything, but I'm just gonna embrace you because this is what we need right now. You know. And, uh, well, don't make me cry because I just teared <laughs> up immediately as soon as you said that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's true. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, some people don't have hearts, and it makes me fucking so weird. And I can never understand them because I will literally feel for the worst, worst fucking thing ever all the time, no matter what it is. I can, I, I always put people in front of me. And like, when I just saw the pain and I just knew the funny one quick. Uh, first tour ever that I ever did with Fit for an Autopsy with Suicide Silence. Eddie Hermita, newer, newest singer. I think I don't know how many tours he did with the band. Fast forward, I am walking back to my van. I think it's at the end of the night, and this girl walks up to me and she's hysterical, crying, 
and she's like i love you i love your music you've been an inspiration to me for all this time i was like in my head i'm like all this, this time is my, this is my first tour with the band like first tour ever and first time playing in the band there's no way she's gonna be talking about me so she called me eddie <laughs> so she thought i was eddie uh-huh. so i gave him the compliment oh that's funny so that's probably his greatest compliment because i complimented <laughs> him for someone else who gave me the tears i gave him well that's funny i was i felt really bad i i couldn't i couldn't tell her i wasn't i couldn't <laughs> i didn't say a word i literally just hugged her and i said thank you <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. What are you uh, supposed to do? This girl's in tears. She thinks I'm this person. I'm like, I gotta be this person right now. Hug. All right. See you later. Bye. Hey, <laughs> mate. I'm probably like blowing out the engineer's ears right now because I'm like cackling like a witch so fucking loud right now. That's funny. <laughs> no, you're well, good. I'm good for you for being there for her like that. Um, so we're about to wrap it up. Um, what are you guys doing? So what's fit for an autopsy doing right now? What's your Twitch handle? Also, by the way, cause we didn't talk about that. Um, oh yeah, we can add that. Um, so fit for an autopsy, we're working on a record. We're working on an album. We want to put out music. I feel like every band is pushing and grinding right now. Cause that's all we can do. And we want to put like our heart and friggin' soul into this album. Like this is going to be, this is going to be an album for us. This, I think this one's going to be. I want to top everything that we've done. We always want to top everything we've done. So we are so ready. So freaking ready. But right. We are writing, 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 writing. Um, we also put out new fall merch. I don't know if that matters, but uh, you can go to the sea of tragic beast.com and uh, check out the merch there. Get all the merch from fit. And that that's like the most direct way to help the band, by the way, if anyone asks, like, cause everyone's like, Oh yeah, you can buy it from these websites. If you buy from our website, it helps us out. Um, so, and my Twitch handle, I uh, stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Joe Bad. And uh, yeah, sometimes I do some vocal stuff. I play some video games. Um, I haven't done it much a lot recently, just because uh, you always want to put mental health before anything else. You can't entertain if you can't be entertaining, <laughs> you know? So I've been off. <laughs> Great I've quote, been off by the, the way. That's a good one. Yeah. I've been off a little, I've been off the grid a little bit for right now, but, um, you know, soon I got so much, I'm about to move. Like a lot of things in my life just changed and like, it's, uh, it's a lot of adjusting. So it's like, I, and I know everyone understands. I know the whole Twitch community understands. I know they're all fucking amazing, but, uh, be back out there soon doing some more yelly babies. <laughs> yelly babies. Okay. Well, um, with all that PMA positive and mental attitude, um, if you could give the world a hug and a message, what would it be? God, a hug and a message? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the hug. Mm, oh, that's such a good hug. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a, there's a hug. Okay. Okay. And the message. Just be kind to everybody around you, no matter what is happening. You have no idea what is going on in that person's mind. You don't know what's going on in that person's home. You don't know anything about that. So before you judge anyone right off the bat, understand that everyone's dealing with a lot of stuff. And the only way that we can really make it easy on each other is just being nice to each other. There's no reason. 
stop with the bullshit fighting between politics and who likes this and who likes that. I don't give a fuck. Have you ever treated me wrong? Have you ever done anything fucking wrong to me? No. These are your views. This is what you think would help with your life. This is what I think would help in my life. Cool. And we're entitled to those as people. So we have our opinions. That doesn't mean like, there's my message. No more. No more messages. That's that's a rant. That's going into a rant. I don't want to go into a rant. The message is be kind to everyone. Don't be a fucking asshole. There's no reason to be an asshole. No one gets good things by becoming an asshole. Assholes do get good things sometimes, but it's not a good way to do they it. They did in the 80s. They don't anymore. Don't worry about it. That's not a fucking good way to do it. Just be fucking nice. Be nice. Be a good person. Hug someone. I hug all my friends because I need it. And that's selfish. <laughs> hug follow me on instagram at scandalous official if you want to support the show patreon.com slash scandalous podcast and i have my first patreon member ever which is so exciting fred N. um definitely a really cool viking scandinavian last name but i don't know if he would want me to repeat that on air so i'll leave it out just say n but his favorite band has been Metallica since 1983 with their Whiplash demo. He misses the tape trading days and handwritten notes that metalheads would pass back and forth to each other. Super cool. And if you do want to become a Patreon member yourself, you will get your name, favorite band, favorite song, and why you love that band or that song read on the podcast. The Scandalous Podcast is produced by me, Scandalous and edited by Mariah Gossett. If you take your hot sauce in your bag when you travel like I do, you may be a hot sauce addict. Hello hot sauce, that is. Hello hot sauce is a small batch gourmet hot sauce that is flavor forward and most importantly, the hot sauce of metalheads. They've partnered with and made flavors with Florida Frank and Hatebreed, my good friend, Techno Destructo of Guar, Ghoul, Exhumed, and maybe me soon. Who knows? I definitely kind of want my own hot sauce. Not gonna lie. It is created, hand-bottled, and labeled by Kyle and Natalie Colson in Santa Clara, California, American Made, y'all. And I cannot wait to go party with them at my next metal show in the Bay Area. We've already been talking about it. Metalheads, support metalheads, get your metalhead hot sauce at hellahothotsauce.com and follow them on the gram at, at hella underscore hot underscore hot underscore sauce.